Um, I'm always like, mine's like a mix of these three things. Just love me. I also, yeah, I'm I also, I'm a big fan of making up my own love languages. Oh, for sure. I'm like matching is a love language of <laughs> mine. If I love you, we'll match at some point. Shelby's love language is so breakfast bad. tacos and coffee in bed every day. My love language is rewatching <laughs> the Spurs game with me. <laughs> um, oh my god. After we left her dinner, Corny. I looked at Kristen. The game we finished, and I was like, "Hey, you want to go home and rewatch the Spurs game?" And she goes, "No." <laughs> well, let me tell you, she did come home and rewatch the Spurs game. With me. She did. That's fine. Yeah. <coughs> Dude, that's so funny. My love language is take me to Target. Oh, Target boutique. You know I love it. Uh, hello. I was like, "Hey, just You're going out for a night Target. on the town." Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your dream date? Target. Target. For what? Oh, no, just to go. <laughs> I don't need anything. I just go and walk around. Nobody needs anything. Smell the target. Smell the smells. So the other day on Sunday when I was with Amanda, um, I'm in a group chat with my two best friends from back home, and one of my friends goes, um, so I went to Target, and I was like, we were just talking about this. She's like, I don't need anything. I don't even own a house, but look at these vases that I have to buy. I'm like, I'll demo you right now for those vases. <laughs> Amanda's like, do you have flowers? I'm like, oh, no, I can't keep plants alive, but they're cute little vases. That's, that's so funny. When me and Shelby first were, like, talking, I was at Target looking for, like, some baby shower gift or something. Mm-hmm. And that, like, we were, like, on the phone. And I'm like, why am I in the home section? <laughs> why do I need these things? And she was like, get out of the home section. Chris, run! Put the phone down, run! <laughs> Didn't, don't need them. I love that. Did not need these at all. I was like, I'll Venmo you right now for these Gorgeous. Need. I I don't. Yeah. No. Put all the plants in. This is my spare bedroom where everything I buy from Target (laughs) lives. This is my Target storage room. (laughs) I just. Funny. Your partner's birthday is coming up soon. How are you preparing for it? You send them an erotic email or text. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I only. Erotic emails are my thing. I'm like, I'm like, happy birthday. Go to your inbox. There's an e-card in there. Both says elves dancing. Check your junk mail. <laughs> you might have to search it. It might be a spam. <laughs> There's an attachment, but make sure you have Wi-Fi. Load that. Wait, load that first. How did love quiz court? It's taking a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You really gotta reach back in there. Mm. <laughs> she was busy sending that warm fuzzy spot. She got distracted. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Game uh, dearest game. Kristen. is like, wanna fuck? Okay, <laughs> bye. See you later. <laughs> Just coordinate. All right, meet you in the room. <laughs> next to you as I'm typing this. See you at 7.30 sharp, Courtney. <laughs> Guys, I need help with this question. Okay. If you had to choose an image that symbolizes love, it would be a heart-shaped mouth, two silhouettes holding each other's shoulders, what a heart-shaped this? gift with a beautiful ribbon around it, two intertwined hands. What? Strange. Ooh, which one of those is love for you? Heart-shaped mouth feels weird. <laughs> that was a, like two sets. It's like a heart you want to fuck or something? I don't know. Yeah. I'm so confused. Is it an like, anatomical yeah, heart or like our symbol heart <laughs> yeah. in my mouth? I have so many questions. I would, I would say... Uh, I don't know. I, this question makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. Which one I mean, like, if it were me... I mean, the holding hands, that's... <laughs> that's my closest right, one, I think. Read them again, so I can crunch. Two silhouettes holding each other's shoulders. Like butts. Nice. Oh, could also they like be like, dance? <laughs> there are definitely two different versions Ooh, of that. Or, or, I think that is what I. <laughs> you guys look in love. Love. Can't barely contain it. Fuck this question. First <laughs> person I slept with, mm-hmm. and his penis is terrible. <laughs> Have we not talked? I feel close. Your to penis is terrible. I'm sorry. One moment. <laughs> yes. I feel close to someone when we hug, hold hands, wrestle, or cuddle. Oh. <laughs> Wait, can it be all those? My love language is wrestling. Can that be the series? Hug, hand-holding, wrestling, cuddling. I'm just going to legit like lift y'all in body so like, It's so good to see you. I don't like to wrestle, but I do like to wrestle. <laughs> y'all wrestling? <laughs> Put on a right in. I got to use the turlet. <laughs> <laughs> y'all wrestling? I want that on a shirt that says Y'all wrestling? <laughs> I want wrestling, but then cross out and wrestling right on top. It like starts with an apostrophe. <laughs> Uh, Y'all wrestling? (laughs) I'll be right there. (laughs) I want that shirt. Oh, Oh, no, I just need to say that. Lesbian oil wrestling. No, we need to say like wrestling team. Yeah, wrestling team. Queer wrestling team. (laughs) 
I want it to be Four on months. like a wrestling singlet. Oh, like, like a unit. Oh, where? <laughs> oh, you make unis? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get on wrestling without me. You queers wrestling? <laughs> when he says queers, it feels a little wrong. It feels a little, yeah, it feels a little weird. He's like, he's well, like you say you queer, you queers want some popsicles in the basement? <laughs> Why is he the guy from Family Guy? <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. As long as you bring that cute boy, Chris. <laughs> Isn't his name Chris? On oh. Family Guy? Oh, yeah! The son, the son, yep. 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 Oh. Full circle. God damn it. And on that note... This is Queer For It, a podcast hosted by four queer friends living in Austin, Texas, bringing you a weekly dose of on- dose, dose of honesty, laughs, and growth. And wrestling. And wrestling. <laughs> when people stop being polite and start wrestling. <laughs> we try so hard to do a good job, so a good serious job of this. I'm so glad it's not. It should never be serious. Okay. Um, I am Brie. I am queer. <laughs> Pronouns are she, her, and my Instagram is at Brianna Jenkins. I'm Chris. I am a queer. I'm she, her. Pronouns. <laughs> I mean she, her. That's what I'm so It's fine. We're reading it. it off the sheet. I'm she, her. Pronouns. <laughs> my Instagram name is at the Yolo Bandit. I'm Courtney. I use she, her pronouns. I'm a wrestling queen. And my Instagram is at court <laughs> underscore roads. <laughs> oh my god, we made it through intros. No, no that Chris. Y'all always forget me. <laughs> what is going on? What is it? <laughs> what does he mean we always forget him? No, we do this every no, week. Almost every week. <laughs> and anytime it's like... Every time he was like, okay, we made it. <laughs> well, it's because he's a man. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, just like, why did you see that? He's right there. <laughs> You've talked enough, and if you haven't, every other man. Yeah. Well, we're, we're done. done. We're done. He's that's just a sound guy. Old Say man that. Chris. <laughs> Old man Chris. That's fair. Um, I'm still here, so I'm Chris. Uh, he, him pronouns. I'm a trans man, and my Instagram is see the stars of place. Quit for it. Can't sing Courtney put her hands in the middle. <laughs> we're just like <laughs> come out strong this one. <laughs> Just want everybody to know, this might backfire. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> we have 16 ratings on iTunes. <gasps> oh, okay. 15 or 5, one is a one star. <laughs> I just want everyone to let's know address it. that if you... Hover over the one star. It says, I hate it. <laughs> no, like, no concern. And it's not even one that has a review. Mm. It's just a star. Yeah. So my first intuition is, dear person that follows my YouTube and dislikes every <laughs> video that I <laughs> upload within Why? minutes of it. Why are you like this? <laughs> I appreciate you so much for your commitment to your craft. Two, if it's not you. <laughs> But anyway, um, if it's because of the audio, we know, I know. Hold on. If you need to tell someone that you hate us, it's okay that you told us. I just oh, thought it was so funny when you star, hover baby. over it, like, five stars is I love it, and, like, iTunes is not fucking around. It says, I hate it. It's not, like, could use, it. you know, sometimes the scale is, like, not my fave. Like, iTunes is, like, fuck this pod. <laughs> so, but if you do like this... Leave us a review. Aside from like maybe like the editing will get better and any of that sort of stuff. But if you yeah. like us and it feels um, like you know us or like this is fun or whatever, like give us a rating, give us a review, follow yeah. or subscribe or whatever the Slide platforms into the DMs. do, and share us with your friends. But so far so good. We've had a lot of good positive feedback. So yeah. I just saw that this well not this morning last night at two a.m. when I was slaving away to make sure it was on iTunes and I was like, I hate you too. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take away from, like, any of the other reviews that are, like, thank you so much for, you know. Also. I feel like I know you guys. You know, you made me smile. Ooh, if I can make, if I, like, know I made one other person (laughs) smile. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying there's always one you sort of forget. No. (laughs) You sort of forget. I think I know all of them. Hair. That's got to be one. (laughs) I love hair. That's fair. Okay, go. Cold? Is that... Acts of service, words of affirmation, gift giving, physical touch, and... Ooh! 
sight. Quality time. Quality time. Quality time. Also, it's not gift giving. It's, it's just receiving gifts. gifts. Or gifts. Yeah. Or um, I also I also like to my yes. own love language that I made up is just called matching, and I think it's like matching outfits. Yeah, just when Being you match, but not always outfits. Like some, like maybe like I have a friend will have the same bracelet, or I have matching tattoos with people that I'm friends with. Have you, you know, like, seen me Chris and match everywhere we go? I know, yeah. and I love it so much. Is that why you like Courtney a, so much? Because y'all have the same hair. I think Courtney. Because we have, have the same a, name. I think the further our friendship develops, Courtney and I are friends. We have lots of similar things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. You bought us two things. Like it's a shirt. Um, one is like one. They both say the same thing, but they're different colors, but they're the same cut. Like I know that you did that for us to have like a matching thing, and I'm, that's a well, love language so for me. Birthday yes. shopping. I love. Real easy for you this year. <laughs> mine is, socks. Mine is I love matching back rubs. socks. It's not. It doesn't have like I like all touch, but back rubs specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Touch my back. Touch my neck. I might fall asleep, but don't stop. Yeah. And if I fall asleep, don't stop. And you start to fall asleep, but like. If you're really tired, I always tell Kristen that I'm like, if you think I'm asleep, keep going. Because <laughs> what if I wake up? I love you back almost every night. That's so sweet. I I don't know <laughs> when it started, but so I love <laughs> I love hair and like so to I'll often fall asleep like touching my girlfriend's hair or just like rubbing her head or touching her. I just it's so I comforting for me. It's so, I know. Ugh. Courtney and I have dreads and here though. I've, yeah, I have a lot of you space. I want to invite. Yeah, I want to invite the the people to I'll touch my top. head. Yeah, you can touch my top, but sometimes it's tied up a lot and then it doesn't get touched a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just touch me, okay? <laughs> yeah. me touch. Christian helps me wash my hair when she does. I'm like, just keep rubbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I dated three cosmetologists in a row. I was like, get it. Get it. <laughs> rinse my hair for me. <laughs> Oh, I'm dead. Did we condition? Condition. I think my love language is shampoo. I need a mask. My my love language is shampoo. (laughs) I don't have a funny one like that. Like your own special one? Oh, you like to be gassed up. Let's not fuck with this. That's words of affirmation. Yeah, it's words. It's words. There's like normal words, and then there's like. This is happy hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're down for a hour, drinking, drinking buddy. Take Chris somewhere. Yeah. Plus one life is Chris's love. Plus one. Oh, but you also, know, you know, Chris, everyone's like, hey, you want to go grab a drink? You're like, but also, Chris makes. I would say plus it. one life. Chris makes an excellent plus one. Mm-hmm. If you invite him to a thing, he's, you're gonna have a good fucking time with him. That's oh, being plus. invited to stuff because that's not just quality time. I love to be invited to stuff. If, if you have cool. one, I said which, plus one life. Yeah, y'all right. Yeah. And also, like, <laughs> right. I could take anyone. And like when I'm the one person people pick, I'm like totally. It was me. <laughs> it was me. It was me the whole Mama time. Made it. <laughs> Spotlight just. <laughs> language is how I receive love. Is it? Uh, words of affirmation and acts of service are the very top two. So, like, I like to be validated a lot, but I'm also like, if I like to be told I'm doing a good job in everything. But then also, the acts of service is like, if you see that I'm really fucking busy, but you offer to like go get me dinner, I'm like, oh my fucking god, thank you. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, that's a, it's definitely a tie between those two. And Chris and I actually took the quiz on a friend date we had last year. So, yeah, that's how, yeah. That's really cute. So, just tell me. Tell me I'm great and then do me favors. <laughs> so, I don't know how I give love. How you show it to other people? Yeah. You're, gifts, gifts, gifts. You're very like um, nurturing, right? Like you, you know, you're like a you make us food. Mom, but, what is that? Yeah. Acts of service. It's acts of service. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh, I'm coming over. Cookie. That's how. Yeah. Kristen you're <laughs> like, let me do this thing for you. <laughs> That's what Kristen does. Yeah. She just like oh, does everything. <laughs> Which is funny because like I'm like I like that, but I've never dated someone like that, so I didn't ever think that I needed it. I like gifts. That's what I want. <laughs> she goes, I like gifts. Like, I'm simple. Uh, Anything with a cat I on like, it. I like things. I like. But gifts. I also like to give gifts. So like yeah. the whole Our like whole family the gift, gift world of like giving and receiving gifts. I love it. It's a challenge for me. I would like to be good at it. I like to be surprised. Your gift today was great. <laughs> Thanks. I want to be small. the best at everything. So like I like that, but I also like um, like physical touch or whatever, like uh, affection. I'm very affectionate. Mm-hmm. I get offended if you're not affectionate towards me. I mm-hmm. take offense like to it. I think that I've done something wrong. Um, I don't really need words <laughs> at all. That's where we're opposite. I'm, I'm like, right. tell me things. She's like, touch me. <laughs> yeah, I like to cuddle. I like I like oh PDA. God, I, I like all of that. But I'm pretty good at giving words. Like I probably tell Kristen a hundred times a day I love her. Yeah. 
like a hundred times. Yeah. yeah and like to the point where I'm like, I'm annoying, right? And she's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It was very sweet this uh, morning when I got to watch and she was like, goodbye. I was like, this is the That's every day. It's like we've never, like we never see each other. It's like, you're going off to war. And but it's like she's going to be gone for four hours. Like, I'll see you and in then she's like, I missed you so much today. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> We're obsessed with each other. It's so cute. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's. I think it's funny because I think Kristen is such an acts of service person, which I'm like, I so appreciate, but I don't think that I need. Mm. And then she's not very verbal. She is affectionate though. She's super affectionate. Kristen's pretty quiet. She's a woman of few words. I definitely thought she hated me the first five times we met. Yeah, I was like, well, she's <laughs> not about me. <laughs> I don't I think it has something to do with her being a Leo or something because like there are times like where I'm like where I'm upset and I'm like. Can you just like say the right thing? And she is not capable of it. Like she does not handle. Like if someone's crying, I'm like, it must have come from her like growing up or something. Like her being emotional is really hard. So like even like when we put personal down, Kristen didn't cry at all. Really. And she loved my guy. He's still the phone background on her phone. Two years later, but like. When I was like crying about it, she like didn't know how to comfort me. She didn't, but it's like she just shuts down because she just can't. She can't be emotionally vulnerable yeah, in yeah, that yeah, way. Even though I think she feels a lot of it, she just doesn't know. Which yeah. is so funny because I feel like I'm the opposite person. Like I am yeah. just like all the feels. All here's the time. all my emotions. I'll tell yeah. you like how I feel. Totally. If I'm upset. If I'm not upset. But I feel like we have like every single love language between the two of us, and we just like mix it up. I'm not really like a. I'm an acts of service, not in a grand gesture way. You're such a grand gesture person. I just make sure shit gets done. I'm like, mm-hmm. do we have to get, like, I'll, I'll buy the groceries. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll do this. Small I'll things. do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just make sure that the, the house runs. I want to do our chart for Functionally. Too. But, and like, I do the laundry because she hates doing the laundry. But she cooks yeah. for me every day. So, uh, like, we just balance each if other. If you cook for me, I'll do, I'll do every other thing for you. I know, I'm like. I'll do the dishes. I will pick. Last girl I dated cooked for me. I'll do the dishes. I will pick up your house. I will wash your car. I will take your dry cleaning. Good I should not give a fuck. If you will cook for me, right. nope. I'm all over it. I don't like languages. Food. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> as a former fatty, yes, it is. <laughs> um, but also, if we if we're transitioning to me, my my love language is everything. I'm like. I tried to fight it for a long time. I'm like a super goopy, open, loving. I want to love everyone. I want everyone to feel loved around me. I think because I like, right, so what's that shirt that you have? Be the... Be who you needed when you were younger. Yeah, be who, and when I was younger, all I got was like criticism and like that every way I was being wasn't right. And so it took me a long time to like even just start to be okay with that I had feelings and then okay that I was feeling feelings and now I like finally celebrate when I'm like oh shit I'm feeling some feelings cool I got this I'm gonna feel this and then I'm gonna move on it'll be great um and so now I just I I can't like dampen how much I love I just like want to shoot love out of like beam love through my chest all day long this is like we bonded over this at that event that you took me to yeah when I was like I just don't I feel like I just have so much love all the time to give and you were like Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're both <laughs> just like at like an open bar and we're like, why do we love everybody so I'm much? Literally, just so full of love all the time. <laughs> I could just, fucking spring a leak. Which like, is so, yeah. um, like a scientific finding. I think we've all kind of been through traumatic experiences, and it says that if you've gone through anything traumatic in your life, you love so hard because you never received it. And so, actually, I got a birthday card the other day. I was like, you've been through so much, and yet you still have the ability to love so hard. I'm like, literally, my aesthetic. Like, I think for me, like growing up, like my mom died when I was super young. Mm-hmm. My dad and I didn't talk for ten years like I like you like love like to the point like I will kill myself showing myself that I love because I just wanted fucking one person in the room to like have my back and so I'm like look if you feel like no one has your back I'll have your back what are we having backs about you know let's do it great (laughs) you know but and so, but, and so then, and I know that I express love like that a lot. So if you're my partner, you really get a, like a very special, mm. I like love curated personal experience. So you get like a very special curated version of my love, which I just think is a blast. Yeah. Um, but it's just a fucking blast. Okay. Um, but I do particularly love like, physical touch, quality time, and really love quality time. Um, I love to give via like gifts or acts. And I also, like, I, I feel like a superpower of mine is, like, write, I love to write people cards just because, like, I want to, I just want to, I know a lot of people can't receive, um, like, really intense words when you say it up front to them. And so in a card, you give them, I get a chance to, like, tell you how much, 
you mean to me or what I think of you and then you get a chance to go like privately digest that mm-hmm. and I just like like giving that gift of like however you need to receive this go for it and I just want you to know I love it so much <laughs> right um warning for your birthdays um, the card yeah, questions for the queers sorry everyone again I'm still technically at work this week so I'm like trying to multitask so question number one is what is one action you'd ask from 40 plus year old queers in our community to be to make it better so what we want people over 40 who are queer to do to help make us coming up in this queer age better. Um, I work at an organization again for the 70th, 70th time that serves LGBT youth and a lot of our donors are donors over 40, particularly white males and all of them, well, a lot of them always say, I don't get that whole non-binary or trans or bi thing and so I'm like mm. saying like just fucking educate yourself yeah, that's what I was gonna just because yeah. you don't understand something doesn't mean it's less valid Sam Smith recently Sam Smith the musical artist recently came out this week as non-binary or gender fluid and a lot of comments on that post was like these millennials coming up with these new terms and I'm like you don't have to understand it to show respect to it um, so yeah I think it's just educate yourself just be open also donate for things you do I also like say put your money where your mouth is so, like yeah. if it's something you don't understand pay that money towards communities that aren't that you don't identify with mm-hmm. as a for example if you're a gay man donate to someone who's not a gay man yeah, don't only support your yeah direct just yeah communities. Also, also I've had friends who I recently don't talk to anymore um, because they are again white gay men who are wealthy and so they have this sense of privilege to them and I got tired of trying to tell them why they were fucking wrong all the time um, so also A, educate yourself but B, know that people outside of gayness exist like the L and G aren't the only thing in the group of people mm-hmm. who are in our community mm-hmm. so again give back where you can help those who don't have a platform and just just try to give space to those people who may not know where to go yeah remember to be understanding for other people I think I would say something similar both of y'all is like um especially being like in these like gay football leagues and stuff that i've been in um like i'm definitely like the only trans person but like last season at the end of the year we were at like a social and like some of these like gay guys even though they're like in this active league are like definitely in like they're like 30s or 40s or whatever and there's like this like queer androgynous like black uh, woman or what I and she then told me that she's like more gender uh, gender queer like goes by she her pronouns but maybe they them if like people would understand it blah 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 and she's having this whole conversation with me and she's so kind or I guess maybe goes by they like we just didn't really establish it because the conversation ended up kind of getting cut off by this gay man who I love but he is probably 35 privilege was what just to like she said, like, oh, I'm genderqueer, or I'm, oh, I'm this thing. And he just turned to her and he goes, well, you look like a woman, so just do that. Oh, ooh, okay. And I was like, this is the fucking problem with a lot of these, like, queer leagues or these queer spaces. We're at a gay bar, and, like, this person is having a conversation with me. He yeah. just so happened to be right there. Like, people, first of all, like, you do realize, like, 30-plus years ago or 40-plus years ago, when you came out as gay, people didn't understand it. Right. You can't have a fucking yeah. closed door when someone says something you don't understand because it isn't just your journey. Yeah. That's just my whole thing. It's like, they act like it's so much more palatable to just be gay. Yeah. But that's just because it's been out in the open longer. Right. So, like... I just wish people, like, didn't immediately, one, try to police other people, especially when you are of an identity that gets policed. Mm-hmm. That's what always baffles me. Right. Like There's when, not levels of acceptance. Right, right. We're not There's playing the oppression Olympics. And you're also not more gay than I am. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just realize that, like, someone had to, like, decide that, like, oh, yeah, what your lifestyle was was different or your identity was different, but, like, it over time got acceptance. Like, you have to be part of that and, like, don't when someone says something you don't understand. Your first response can't always be, like, no, 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 I don't get it. Because you wouldn't want someone to do that to you in today's day and age. And it's a personal issue, right? It's him, for some reason, feeling like that group of people's plight diminishes his own. Right, right. And it... And that's just um, that's just him being comparative. And... That guy's boyfriend, who I'm very friendly with, he's very very kind to me. I like him as a person. Came up to me. He also he plays in the flag football league. He's very very good. And his boyfriend plays in the flag football league. He messaged me on Facebook and he's like, "Hey, I need to talk to you about something." And I was like, "I don't know what this is gonna be about." Weird. 
And then, so before one of my basketball games, he's like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, you might hear from other people that I, um, when I was filling out the survey for, like, this season at, like, the, the Austin, like, Gay Flag Football League, he's like, I put that I was trans. And I was like, oh, I was like, are you, I was like, are you, like, are you, like, he's a signed male at birth, as far as I know, a cis white gay male. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, oh, do you, like, identify, out, like, outside of the binary? Because I know, I filled out the same survey, it says gay male, gay female, transgender. There's no, like, genderqueer. Yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah, you were yeah. like, oh, I feel more kind of Totally, not yeah, one, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, no, I just thought it would be funny and, like, spark some conversations. <gasps> Okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is like ten minutes before a game that I have. I very much like him. His boyfriend was on Courtney's team, and very much like him. And he's friends with all these people in this league. And I was like, looked at him, and he goes, I just wanted to talk to you because like it was nothing against you, and like I'm not making fun of you or anything, blah blah blah. And I was just like, I don't know how to fucking address this, like to your face. That you, if you felt like you had to address me, you knew it was wrong. He was so. Why did you do it? Mm And also, if it comes up in front of me, because he was like, well, I know some of the captains are going to bring it up. Like, oh, like, so and like, oh, he's trans now. Like, should we be more like, like, make sure that we're like, not like, hey, boys and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you know how hard I had to fucking fight for like, when I told people I was trans got misgendered for the first five practices because gay men can't fucking understand that though they read me as a guy and I say I'm trans, they're like, oh, I don't understand. There's no penis involved. Like, they can't fucking fathom it. And it was just, like, this most, like, baffling experience of, like, privilege within the gay community of, like, hey, your identity's still funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like, can I, I make mean, a- it's I mean, it's exactly that, right? It's an example of an asshole. Which is funny because he's kind to of, me and like, loves me. Well, but just, like, like, a moment in your life where you have an asshole sense of humor. Yeah. And then, like, he doesn't even understand, though. Like, it's not even that he doesn't want to or didn't. He doesn't understand how how him him thinking that funny might make you feel. Or make another trans person feel uncomfortable. I was like, I'm the one person in the league. If they know you're making a joke of it, like, do you think anyone else is going to join? Yeah. I think you should go talk to, like, one of the people on the board. I think, if it's true, I think it needs addressed with him. And I think it needs to be made clear, like, that... That if the survey needs more options so people feel like they have more sure. options, but if they're going to put something that's not true or that invalidates someone else's yeah. identity, that that won't be tolerated in this league because I am the only trans person and I wouldn't want another trans person to sign up and be like, oh, I heard there's two trans people in this league and one of them is a mm-hmm. cis guy parading around with this as his identity in the league. Also, like, do you sign it? Let's remember that just anything that you sign means you're consenting to what that paper says. Right. You know, mm-hmm. literally anything that you yeah. sign. So. Yeah. The thing. I felt like I didn't want to cause a scene telling him it was wrong. Totally. And I'm like, this is where we live in society of like, oh, you're making fun of my identity, but like, I don't want to call you out because I don't want you to feel bad for being an ignorant asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if we took out the queer thing and made it a race thing, I put down black, but I mean, it should be with that same severity. Yeah. 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 I hate people. (laughs) Anyway. Next question. I have to pee again. Is this trans related? It is, it is trans related, but we can go wait. pee. Go pee. We can do a fiver. We'll sing songs. Baby okay. shark. Um. Oh, this one might be good. Did you or do you feel like you're letting your family down? If so, how do you deal with it? Um. So I have said before, I come from a very religious family, and. I have family who doesn't know that I'm queer, but knows that I'm very one into queer movements and making sure that everyone has a space in this world. So I never feel like I'm letting people down, but I've also learned in my life, I just turned 29, so you know, getting old, um, that well, you can't... Be cool. You, you have to be cool, and you can't be worried about how your life and you living your most authentic self is going to affect other people. Um, so I've never let that pressure of... And for a long time I did. Like, I didn't come out until I was 26. Um, and so you can't let that pressure of feeling like you're letting people down by you being your best self get to you. Um, but I totally get that that sense of you wanting to be a people pleaser at the same time or not cause a, cause a ruffle or what have you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I currently don't feel that way, but I know what it's like to be there and be questioning everything you're doing and taking the time to come out. And it's also a thing of like... Whatever you identify as, take that time to come out as. That is on your terms. You don't owe anyone an explanation. 
um, and just go from there, like just living your most authentic life and just being you. Yeah. Same. When I was younger, I was I was made wrong, and like how I was being was wrong from such an early age that I very quickly picked up that if I was gonna have happiness in any part of my day, I was just gonna have to fuck fuck off what other people thought. So um, I just. I don't take on others' expectations like that, but a lot of people do. And so I would just encourage you to try on, um, try on that everyone's here to live their lives for themselves and um, maybe just do what makes you happy. And, um, and kindly, you know, you don't have to push it at people and understand that it's gonna take people, if you're someone who usually pleases people, it's gonna take the people around you a transitionary period to get that you're someone who's living for yourself now, so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like easier said than done to be like, don't sure. take on the burden of other people's 100%. guilt, but also like, I think, I don't ever feel guilty about who I am or what I do because I can't help it. And I think, like my, my girlfriend is also a twin, she's an, or a fraternal twin, but she never came out. So Kristen never came out because she was like, well, Ashley never came out. Like, she didn't have to tell my parents she was straight. So, like, when I started dating women... It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, she was like, oh I just... Gosh. That was just me. Like, that's what I do. Like, I no, never... Not sorry. I was never really straight. I never, like, had serious boyfriends. So I just started bringing girls home. And there was never a conversation because I didn't owe them a different experience than my twin sister had. Which I think is, like, the perfect way to handle it. And that's, like, exactly the society that we hope yeah. we could have. And her parents handled that as well as, like, any parents could I guess and I think that she just sort of like treated it like it was the norm and forced it to be the norm by not treating it as something she's different. like it's 11am sky's blue I'm going out to date women bye <laughs> good talk yep. I think good it's talk. also the thing of like not, haters. not feeling shame about yourself like I think it comes to like you have to be 100% or at least like 80% okay with who you are and then you like solid also, 51% yeah and also as you, uh, yeah. I'm saying at least and as you get older 51%. you just don't give a fuck like mm-hmm. the older I get I'm like I just mm-hmm. don't care and it's, and it's okay to have that air about yourself but like I am who I am I'm doing the best I can and I just don't care if you like me or not so but I know with family it's hard as long as I like me hello Um, this is a trans question I am a trans guy and I have a boyfriend and I'm scared to tell my mom I guess they're asking what should they do what's any advice you have I think we need a little bit more info but I, I think even just as people who have to come out and tell our parents we're dating people who they never expected us to date. Um, for me, I have a younger brother, Kennedy, who still hasn't visited yet, but you know, no shade. Um, it's this thing of like our, for, for us, it was like our mom wasn't upset that we were gay. She just, as a parent, you have all these expectations of what your kid's life is going to look like. Um, so I say just tell her if you're feeling comfortable and that's a thing you can do right now um, and letting her know like this hasn't changed just because I love someone you didn't expect me to love doesn't mean that I am any different um, but yeah I mean I know this is super hard but that's like that would be my advice of like you again to say what we said last time like you can't you can't dim your light to make other people more comfortable. So I think it's this thing of like, if this person you're with makes you happy and you think you're in a good place to like, even remotely tell your mom and she'll be receptive of it, then go for that. But also at the same time, like, if it's kind of a thing that you guys have just, it's a new relationship and you're just kind of going through the ebbs and flows and it's not time yet, that's also fine too. Like, like I said, it took me 26 years to come out. So there's also, you have full permission to take as much time as you need, so. This is a trans-masculine person? Yeah. I'm a trans I think guy. I, have the, a I think that there's this stigma of like, okay, so you transitioned and then now you're dating men so you made like so in the eyes of people who are ignorant you made your life difficult by transitioning and then more difficult by like now you're passing as male and then you're having this gay relationship so like I think people have this fear of like you know like okay before I was made like if you like for me I identify as a lesbian first dated women so now I transition and in society's eyes like much more palatable I'm a man dating women but so I think like sometimes when people like transition and then they're like, oh, actually, like my sexuality is like more fluid or I'm dating men. Like I didn't follow this like, oh, like linear path, linear path of like, mm-hmm. and now society will see me in this really like passing, really like low key, normal way, which is like 
just kind of bullshit to think that you right. well, have to the, fill any sh- any sort of role when yeah. I don't know. I think we're it's just like hard. so trained to think we have to though. Right? Yeah. I think it's hard to like have to come out twice, which I'm assuming you probably have. And yeah. if your family well, was even three times. Yeah, if your family was on board at one point and then to kind of change their minds, but I think the thing that you need Bless to you. to reinforce and that I've noticed Salute. where I've I have had experiences with some of like our trans guy friends who, once transitioning, they had always dated women, and then once tra- they started transitioning, then they start dating men, and their their whole thing about it was, I'm a lot more comfortable with who I am, and so once I became comfortable with who I was, I was able to look at who I'm attracted to and who I'm dating, and not projecting all of these things. So before I was dating women because I was trying to figure out what exactly is it about masculinity that that I need. Uh, am I the masculine person? Do I, am I attracted to masculinity? I don't know what that is. And then once I started transitioning, I realized like I want to be masculine, but I'm also attracted to masculine. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be one or the other. Totally. It's not mutually exclusive. Totally. So I think really like with any parent, with anything, being trans and dating a gender that your parents don't think that you should, being gay, even being like a straight person and dating someone that your parents might not approve of, you just have to say like, I'm comfortable, I'm coming into my own, I'm realizing the people that I'm into and and that's what you need to accept. Accept that this makes me happy and that's because I'm happy. That's the biggest thing I think, like we did this with our parents too. Like um, when you present it to your parents in the sense of, I'm your kid and I'm happy and you're against me being happy. Like if you present it in that straightforward yeah. of a mm-hmm. manner of like, yeah. okay, let's throw out like wrong and right and what's expected and what's whatever. But like, I'm telling you I'm happy and this is who I love and this is who I am. Mm-hmm. As a parent, you can tell me to my face, you would rather I be unhappy. I'd rather not be true to myself. And if your parent can say that to your face, they actually don't really deserve to, to be a fucking <laughs> yeah, parent. To stay with, yeah. yeah. Because that's what it comes down to. And I think yeah. that sometimes people are afraid to just like stand up and be like, yeah. this is who I am. Tell me to my face, I don't deserve to be happy. And as a parent, that's not everything you want. Right. <laughs> um, also, we can meet your parents if you need someone else to call. Yeah. We'll say we're proud of you. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, call my, me. Mm. one of my family sayings is um, just because you love someone doesn't mean you have to be with them. And that can pertain to anyone that's in your life, friends, family, coworker, anything. So kind of li- living with that question with that advice of like Chris just said, like we will, we will be here to support you if you're family doesn't but also give them a chance to be supportive of you i mean i think that's why we wanted to record this podcast so we can you know give some people a space that we wish we had right yeah Mm -hmm. some people that we wish we could listen to the next question or advice was never understood why a voice is quote-unquote put on or attached to being gay for some people yeah, like I it's think about like a, like a, I think it's like, like a women, feminine, like a like feminine people or like women who have like deeper voice who are like more masculine. Or I, more... I think it's interesting because I was thinking this the other day, which I don't know if this is going to be, we're going to have to cut it out. Which I don't think a lot, a but no. Um, like when we went and we saw ex-ambassadors, mm-hmm. the keyboardist is blind. He's a lot more effeminate than a not blind man. Mm-hmm. But he's straight, I think. I think he's engaged to or married to a woman. He wears a wedding. He, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but I've seen this before with with um, blind people where they don't necessarily mimic the like socially like constructed yeah. versions of masculinity or fem- femininity because they don't have they don't see it. Ha- they don't see it. Totally. So totally. it's like so I was seeing that, I'm like, you know what? Like when you're not forced into like this really like macho mold, like he was just like, he's up there dancing and dancing in the way that felt best for him, mm-hmm. you know, while he's like playing the keyboard mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's so interesting because he hasn't been forced into this very mold. typical, yeah. stereotypical mm-hmm. mold. Yeah. And I think that sometimes gay people on either side, men or women, do put something on, but then sometimes they're comfortable and they don't yeah. feel they're like, I'm gay. I don't necessarily have to be this super macho guy. Yeah. Like, maybe this is yeah. my voice. You know? Like, so I think there's two sides to it. And sometimes it's being comfortable and they allow themselves. And sometimes it's being uncomfortable and feeling like you have to fit a certain look or sound. Well, I also think that it's a way, it's a tool that people use to project to other people who they want to be received as, right? And so, you know, like, because you can't just come up with a shirt that just says all your fucking brief history about you. 
you know, uh, lesbians will have, uh, what is it, like, Snapbacks. lower... Yeah, Snapbacks. I mean, absolutely, right? Like, as a kid... Oh, well, she's wearing plaid. I like to say I was... <laughs> that become a fucking thing. I always, for- I always liked, like, fashion, but also grew up in Houston and was also, like, a street skateboardy kid, and so I wanted, like, bold colors, snapbacks. I was like, my scarf matches my shoes and my hat, y'all, because mm-hmm. I need you to know that I like girls. I don't know how to say it. I need you to know. Get that ear piercing. Which ear piercing is yeah. yeah. But then, confusingly, I wore a super low V-cut, you know, Ooh. and then had lots of male clients. So Clients or clients? Clients. Well, I dressed them. They were mm-hmm. clients. Okay. Um, I also think that people who want to label you really quickly will go like they automatically like a gay person will have a certain voice or a certain look or I think it's another way to just categorize us or put a label on us there's also that thing too um but yeah but then I always love my best friend I've known since I was 12 is like 6'2 heavier build macho man who's Italian who he's Italian but no one ever knows he's gay until like he comes out you see a tattoo and people just like automatically assume he's straight and so it's that thing of like people want to always put you in that box super quickly mm-hmm. so it's like oh you talk super feminine you must be gay like you can't be it right. yeah so well that's the thing um too like one at my the last like the only like nine to five I've had in Austin um like at the Christmas party one of the girls was like Oh, Chris is trans? Like, that explains so much. We all just thought he was gay because, mm. like, his hair is so nice. Mm. And I was like, oh, can't have the bar is so low that, like, because I showed up and I so did low. my hair every single day, but that then makes me <laughs> gay. Nothing. But then, one, I didn't choose to come out to those people. I'm out everywhere, so I wasn't angry, but someone told a coworker, and they're like, oh, that all makes sense. And I was like, why on earth do you by default... This, this is our whole problem as a society is like thinking that there's a default and the default mm. is straight, straight. Mm-hmm. and also the default is like if you fall outside of that then obviously you're something else mm-hmm. it's just like baffling Other. to me sometimes because like I mean I kind of do the same thing too like as a queer and trans person <laughs> like I more often than I should definitely clock people that I'm like I know that's a trans person yeah. but part of it mm-hmm. is because I'm seeking community and mm-hmm. I'm like I can see certain parts of you that either like you're early in a transition or like I know certain signs to look for sometimes there are people that I think might be a trans guy and like you're just like 5'5 five five and yeah. like, I saw- like just like some people where I'm like that might be a trans person and which in which case for me I'm not gonna out you but I might come up to you if you're in a gay bar with me and say like hey, what are your pronouns? Just to be something that seems indicative that I'm aware of gender that mm. you can then come out. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just I think, like, that. I think that society just, like, has this whole thing of, like, we have a default, and if you fall outside of it, then you're not, like, valid or, like, I don't know. It's so, yeah. it's so funny to me. Would you receive it better if I came up to you and um, gave you a compliment and then asked you what your pronouns were? Like, with that, if it was genuine, not if, I, not if I was like, I like your hat, what are your pronouns? You know, like, yeah, I, I think, think so. people also look for comfort too. Like, it's yeah. easy to be like, hey, we like well, your shirt. Other be a trans warmer, men come welcome. up to me and mm. be like clearly inept at being mm. socially correct. Mm. Like, and they were like, I, I think at a gay bar in Dallas, this trans guy came up to me and he goes, What are you like three months on tea? Like, that okay, was, well, that wow, was thank that's you. first interaction with me. And I was like, No, I'm like a year. And he was like, Oh, you don't look it. And I was like, Fuck off. Like, yeah, I don't, right. literally don't care that you're trans. Like, what are you, nice? way to insult me, like, from the minute you saw right. me. You clocked me as trans, and then you called me out on it. Cool, cool, cool. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, I've had interactions in, like, uh, cheer-ups where there was, like, we were waiting. The bathroom, the men's bathroom has, like, two urinals, one stall. And if I'm not, like, packing with an STP or something, I, like, wait in line. And one time I was waiting in line with a guy that I never would have clocked as a trans guy. Like, beardy, taller than me, all sorts Sweet. of stuff. And he's next to me, and he turns, and he goes... This is normally a solo experience, and like as soon as cool. he said that, I was like, "You wait." I was like, "You waiting for the stall too?" And he goes, "Man, like usually people think I'm just waiting to take a shit." I was like, <laughs> and I was like "This is normally not yeah. a moment where I'm like cool. Like we like no one outed anybody. No one was shit. Like there was like eight other people in the bathroom doing whatever, and it was just like kind of a funny like, "Hey, dude, we're like having the same moment." Yeah, and I was like, "Cool. There's no reason to be like." You don't got a dick, bro. Like you waiting to you want to take a shit? So, like, yeah. You know, like half the time it's shit. But I think it's also st- it's still this thing. Like I was saying in the last question of like this queer community thing of like trying to even still like I'm 
my struggle is still different than yours, but I'm like, I'm still better than you yeah, because yeah, of yeah, this, yeah. like that privilege part of things. And I'm like, hey, hey, we're still like going through the same shit, just in a different experience of like, hey, you might be trans, but like, I'm a queer black woman. Like there's this thing of like, mm-hmm. no one's better than anyone else. Right. So I love that they were like, hey, let's make a connection on this level yeah. to be like, hey, we're in this together. But I also think like it's super different right. too. Like Also, fuck that guy of like... <laughs> Well, what was funny about that guy was then he proceeded to try to make out with me the rest of the day. Oh, no. And I was like... Doesn't mean that. This doesn't mean that. Come on. <laughs> bye I, I mean, know I'm real pretty, but bye Yeah. I love, one of my favorite sayings is comparison's the thief of joy. So true. Yeah. yeah. So don't do it. Don't you do don't it. Need it. There's a plus... Like, unless... I mean, you just can't. Unless you're literally comparing yourself right now to yourself right now, mm-hmm. which you won't find any, like... Um, differences in you you can't compare nothing can be compared like that well even like you as a person like i'm not the same person i was yesterday exactly right. so. just only also if i <laughs> am the same person i was yesterday then like i'm not you're not growing forward yeah somebody please turn me over yeah. <laughs> flip it put me in a hole <laughs> uh we have- yeah. ready I feel like mornings run longer than they do. evenings when we don't have day? anything that afternoon because we're like, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Also, in the morning we're all bright and fresh. Yeah, just work that to sleep. Bright yeah. and fresh. This you were a little grumpy pants. I was up till 2 a.m. editing, so I was not very happy. Grumpy pants. You ready? Yeah, good. Uh, so this next question comes from a friend of ours who works, well, who has the YouTube channel Tea Time with, no, Tea Boys. Tea, tea time, time with the Tea, tea Time boys. with Tea Boys. Um, so he sent it's us the Sam question. It's Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sam, I love you forever. You know the We're going to be vending at their event. Oh, I know. Time. Sam told me. Okay, cool. Oh, I think I had to hear from Sam. Sam. I met for, Sam at the HBO. We should all go yes. for a queer for it. And I was yeah. thinking, get merch. I don't have a ton of... I wasn't even thinking merch, but because we can have merch on our site. But if we can, at the very least, have like business cards or or like or like a little postcard that's like queer for it, like go to our or something or stickers. You guys don't have like back stock like a flaunt merch. They're doing flaunt. Oh, we're doing flaunt. We're gonna sell. Oh, got it. Okay. Queer for it on our site. I just want to do drop shipping Mm -hmm. until we decide like what our audience is. Not invest in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The profit margin is smaller, but no investment in having inventory. But I was thinking it'd be cool if like our queer for it people were there. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Hey, we have our podcast, and even if we had. Just a sticker that says Especially like queer, queer for it in a cutesy way. Well, let's talk that after we, we were done. We were, talk, we were talking merch too. Cool. Courtney and I. Were I think even the queer for it sticker. I know. I just got like, so excited. Even not our like logo, which is like queer for it. Like we can like slap that and stuff. Like. So this question came from Rico. Who Rico? We love you. Those that are part of different marginalized communities slash minorities, whether it be lesbian, black, trans, a woman, etc., do you feel more comfortable in one soup, one certain group over another? For instance, Brie, are you more comfortable in a room full of queer people, no matter their race, or more comfortable in a race in a room full of black folk, no matter their orientation? What's this. everyone's safest space with their identities? Uh, so great cue. Well, that's very hard. good cue, Rico. Um, and I got to think about this question because he texted it to me yesterday. Um, so for me, I we were just saying this earlier, like I've never met a stranger, so I'm good with all people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel most comfortable in a room of black people when they don't know that I'm queer because mm-hmm. of my religion aspect of my life. My religion aspect of my life, it's always a thing of like, with black just being already such a marginalized community, it's like we're always trying to build community, but it's still that thing like we're talking just now about what's my privilege there so like as a woman and as a queer person and being black if i'm in a room of black people i hone in more of my blackness and Mm -hmm. kind of diminish my queerness just because in the black communities in particular being queer has always been kind of that stigma Mm -hmm. sort of weirdness it's also like not super relevant to anything y'all will yeah talk about talk about yeah um but also but the thing about black people is like we're always like super invitive and inclusive um, but then in queer spaces, I don't automatically clock as queer. So people always think I'm just like the straight friend that's there, mm. um, which makes it really hard for dating these days. Um, but for me, I if I'm not clocked as queer, I make it very open that I am an ally, that I am an ally. So and then also strong. being a part of Out drunk. Youth and hanging out with you guys and doing this podcast sure, now, I like we have a stronger platform. Um, so I I don't I don't ever feel less safe or less called out anywhere. I just kind of feel like I am me a hundred percent of the time. I just might choose to play one aspect of myself more than another. Spaces I feel comfortable in, even though I present as like a to society like a white 
male. I know. I am actually, like, I identify as, like, a queer trans person who is mostly interested in women. My favorite spaces usually tend to be mostly female-dominated queer spaces. I want to be in this, and, like, and that's not because, one, I will be in those spaces and, like, not even, like, take up space. Like, I just want right. to be invited to those spaces because that's where I had, like, my coming of age sort of, like, realizing who I was, my biggest parts of my journey. And that's where I'm Right. And, like, my twin sister's a lesbian and stuff, but... I think that's like hard like my intersectional stuff is like okay so like white super privileged okay like we grew up middle class but like my dad's an electrician like blue collar job yeah. blah blah so I don't know the privilege a lot of white people really did like my parents like barely could send both of us to college we had to work our asses off for that um came out as queer I've never really felt accepted in like lesbians loved me but I didn't love me as a lesbian really hard but mm-hmm. I still love the like women loving women community I think mm-hmm. they're fucking dope like I played rugby that was all of the people blah 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 then I came out as trans and now everybody's like I date all these like very femme people and so when I'm now that four years on T finally not getting misgendered society's like straight couple and mm-hmm. I'm like this is not this is not my this is yeah. not the space I've ever been yeah. in nor is it the f- space I feel I like you're wearing for. a mask yeah, like, well, I'm like, they don't know. And then I'm like, and then the minute, like, we're somewhere and I, like, take my shirt off, I'm outed. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'd rather be in, like, a space where, like, people have some of an idea. Yeah. Or even if they don't know I'm trans, like, there won't be some shock factor of, yeah. like, oh, I'm with this person, I love them. Yeah. And then I take my shirt off and people are like, the fuck is happening? Like, you know, like, I like my safe spaces are queer spaces, mm-hmm. even though I very much present and identify definitely people are like why are you queer if you mostly love women i think my identity as queer is less sexual and more personal and political i think it's it's more personal and political and experience than necessarily like my sexual preference certainly which i think some people should realize so like yeah my space is that i'm comfortable in that whole intersectionality like you were like yeah like black spaces and this and blah blah blah. but for me i'm like i don't feel comfortable in a white male space Mm -hmm. that is one of the spaces i feel the least comfortable when i am in when i am in a even though no one feels comfortable okay but even though women right women okay but even though i look that way i'm like if i walk into a bathroom at a country bar which i love country dancing Mm -hmm. i'm like this is the space where like everything i have is on high alert like Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, I'd much rather walk into a women's bathroom and be like, I'm so, so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, but. Well, that's like you came and met me Sunday for St. Patrick's Day. Mm. And Brittany, my drunk persona, um, we were talking and someone asked, like, before you got there, like, oh, like, tell me about Christian Show. I'm like, oh, I've been dating for a while, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, that's a really great couple. And I was like, and I think I called you all a straight couple that day. And I didn't realize it until I said it again, super drunk. But it was like, we had a conversation about that too. But we had been texting because you weren't comfortable where you had been. So you left that event and came to the one with us. Mm-hmm. And you were saying, I just feel so much comfortable, more comfortable around people who are queer. And I was like, get it, heard, seen. Which not that they are not kind to me or not whatever. But it's just your comfort. But I feel totally like fine. my community for like, since the time I came out at like 17-ish, to then now, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, for 10 years of my life, it's been queer spaces. And so now I'm like in these like not queer spaces and I get it and I can be comfortable there. But if I have a bad day at the end of the day, I'm like, even if you hadn't been at the gay bars, like we're at St. Patrick's Day, I'm like, I would walk six blocks just to have one drink in a space that feels like Comfort. nobody, like everyone around me had to fight some sort of fight to be here. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. What about you, sweet friend? She's like, there's no lesbian spaces. There's no lesbian spaces. What's the uh, island that Wonder Woman lives on? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, it's uh, such a G, right? Hmm. Well, isn't it based on, like, the island of Sappho's? Yeah, something like Greek, that. In Greece? Uh... Themricia? Oh, Them... Them... Scara? Them... Yeah, we would know. Yeah, okay. There. Wonder Woman's home planet thing. Where there's, <laughs> there's no men? That's where I live. Then I couldn't be Courtney's most comfortable place. I, I get you a day pass. <laughs> no, you can come. You can come. You're her twin. No, no. You, I mean, you validate, if you're validated for people by inside the club, mm-hmm. you can okay. come. Chris Pine yeah. came that one time. It's fine. Yeah. Chill, chill, yeah. chill. Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris is there alone. Chris is there alone. That's the one man that are alone. Chris Yeah. So no, I picked that name. Uh, I mean, luckily, like, my identities, like, intersect pretty easily. Like, female spaces, 
and lesbian spaces because lesbians yeah are female by, so, by nature know, usually yeah, yeah, usually yeah. uh so like what? anywhere where there's a bunch of ladies i mean if it was an all lesbian space that would be my most comfortable <laughs> spot uh but that doesn't happen and if that couples often. and singles could sit on separate sides yes yeah. really I wonderful hey, stop confusing us if you're already taking get the yeah. hell out don't sit so close to your friend if you want me to hit on you yeah, that's <laughs> a rebuttal. do you ever feel uncomfortable in white spaces though like, well, yeah, like you said, like a white country bar, you kind of feel Mleh. Well, yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of the time it's very male dominated, mm-hmm. and like well, especially in the South, very white spaces very, tend to be very conservative. Very white male conservative, which I don't like. Uh, even like straight bars, I get really uncomfortable around like straight men. They just like really. Same. I date them and same. Well, because they hit on my girlfriend, or they like don't acknowledge. Like, if I'm in a straight bar, like bartenders don't even look at me, mm. which is like I'm like. I'm going to pay you for like, my bridge. Person ordering a drink. Yeah. Here I am. I'm like, what do I Not, have to do? Like, the likelihood of anyone actually having sex with you here is like 0%. Just serve everyone and get a tip. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, yeah. Get your money, If I'm in the bartender, my number goes right under my name. Text me. So, I mean, I'm like, in queer spaces, I'm comfortable in queer spaces. But I, it's hard because, like, gay men, like, you sometimes encounter ignorance. Like, sometimes gay men are just... They don't understand women, so like even on the football team, like a lot of the time it's like a lot of dick talk that I don't want to hear about, oh, and I'm just like, ugh. You're like, cool, I can't play football. Well, let's talk about your fucking genitals. Yeah, I'm like, cool. I'm the even only... by default, they assume I'm a gay man. Yeah, if they I'm don't the know only I'm trans, girl here. So I'm like, cool. And that's like uncomfortable. But then, like in all female spaces, like straight women, I feel like can be more uncomfortable with me sometimes than gay men are because they want like every once in a while you get that like don't hit on me are you I hitting know. on me and you're like I'm not hitting but on like, you but like are you licking your lips about me don't be finding me attractive right now and you're like bitch where like don't gay, gay guys like, Becky I don't give three fucks about you girl yeah. where gay guys might like treat us more like furniture and at least it's like that's fine yeah, if you're, yeah. If you're not, like, or they'll me, think you're novel and you're like whatever yeah yeah. they might compliment you yeah they'll be like oh you have a fun thing you do like, what shirt you're wearing is it men's or women's I don't care can I borrow yeah yeah, yeah exactly because yeah. I yeah. Yeah, I um I feel most comfortable in a room with the I'm sure like everyone, like the people I'm closest with, the people that are most up to date with who I am because mm. I then we can do get right to the most like having an authentic experience versus filling each other in. Yeah. About whatever, you know? So uh, my favorite space is a dinner party with my favorite people to talk to. <laughs> Take me. You're like, Ugh. Take me, I'm yours. Like, Fuck public spaces. Can we just like hang out in someone's <laughs> home that loves me? Love yes. Abso- oh my god, absolutely. And we'll all contribute to cooking and cleaning. Um, this question I really want to answer. How do you t- politely tell your ex that you don't want to talk to them? Lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Thank let y'all, you. I'll let y'all all go and I'll come in with it. Um, so I'm I'm really good at setting boundaries. So I'm like, hey, this relationship really isn't serving me anymore. Maybe we need to just take some time apart. When I'm ready, I'll talk to you. But as of right now, just asking you to respect my space of not being in a place to accept our relationship. Keeping it as generic as possible with no questions to be asked. Christopher, this is gonna be. I want to always know your answer. How to tell people you don't. How to how to politely tell your ex that you don't want to talk to them anymore. How you do it, Christopher? I know, so I wanted to hear your opinion. Yeah, basically. I think a lot of people will relate to your experience. I don't handle this the right way, and usually I will just like keep trying to be like kind of kind, even if you're like still just like punching me over and over and over and telling me everything I fucked up because I know that I did all those things and I'm horrible. Um, and I didn't handle things the right way. Mm-hmm. But um, in my most recent thing, um, basically, it got to a point where, I, like, for me, I didn't even, I couldn't even tell. Like, I was like, we can't keep having this conversation. We can't. I'm really sorry. Like, I just felt like I was, like, talking to a wall. So I just, like, I blocked her number. Mm-hmm. And she had already blocked me on all social media, which, like, I honestly am, like, up about I don't like ending on bad terms I don't mm-hmm. like any of those things I don't like in case of emergency someone need, like yeah she could find my mom or my sister or whatever mm-hmm. but for me the healthiest route because like I would feel like we were done and then maybe I'd be out drinking and like a text would come through and like wouldn't be as good at censoring something so for me I was like I just blocked it yeah and hopefully like months from now we'll be like cool 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 but 
I think sometimes like the healthiest route is just to like not even allow yourself to respond mm -hmm. at all. Because mm -hmm. for me, I'm very reactionary. Mm -hmm. well, a lot of times apologetic, but then if you continue and continue and continue to poke me, then I'll be like, I have said I suck a million times. At what point do you stop doing yeah. this? I think it's really smart. Yeah, so sometimes you just have to know your line if, yeah, if and you just yourself. be like, I'm so sorry. And like, even for me, it hurt me to do that because I was like, I don't like to be this person, but I was like, this is best. Like, yeah. we're not saying anything hateful to each other if we can't talk. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the I agree with you on the answer. Like, it, and if you have to block, right? If you know yourself and you have to block, block, I'm just like, not don't text them back. Right, so I, I'm not good at that. So yeah, if like, you can't do it, just... I'm I could go in my phone and totally, unlock totally. it, but that's one more step. So if I make it harder for myself, I won't do it. And I'm just like, don't don't respond. If you want, you know, what they have that statistic about stalkers. It's like, if you respond to your stalker, you incite another six months of stalking, you know? So just don't really? respond. Yeah, don't, wow. don't respond. Just don't engage. You know, if you want them to stop, stop. If you have other things to say, say the things you want to say. But this podcast brought to you by podcast. Like, subscribe, share them. Podcasts. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Queer For It. This podcast <laughs> brought to you by Chris, Courtney, Bree, and Chris. <laughs> Listen to us. <laughs> okay, that's our show for this week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Queer For It. You can send us an email at queerforitpodcast at gmail.com and visit our website, queerforit.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and also tell your friends about us. Until next time, we love you, and you should too. Love you. Okay, love you. Bye. 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 I liked it. I liked it. So, so good.